Hey, I'm Leslie Myrick, and this is Bust Out of Boring, a weekly podcast to help high-achieving moms bust out of boring homes without stress and overwhelm. I'm an interior designer based in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and I work with clients all over the U.S. and Canada. I know your home matters to you, and you want it to be a safe space to rest and recharge with your family. But in between board meetings, church commitments, travel, yoga classes, and cheering on your kids from the sidelines, there really isn't time left to decorate your home and keep your sanity. You know how to prioritize your life and work, and your home is dropping lower and lower down your priority list, and avoiding it is only stressing you out. I can help. Let's bust out of boring. Hey everyone, Leslie Myrick here. Welcome to Bust Out of Boring, episode 137. Why is it so hard to pick paint colors and what to do about it? It is hard to pick paint colors. I sympathize with you. It is the worst. There are too many choices out there. There are some paint brands that have literally thousands of colors available, dozens of whites. How are you supposed to pick even a basic paint palette for your home when there's just too many choices. Part of the struggle too is that color has undertone. This makes it really tricky. Color is never just the color. White is never just white. Every color has the main color and then there's always an undertone. There's always something else in there that makes it lean one direction or another. Grays can often lean blue or purple. I have made that mistake where I picked what I thought was a gray color and suddenly I had lavender walls. The same thing can happen with beige. You pick a beige color and suddenly you put it up and you have a pink wall. Undertone is the reason for that. And undertone is tricky if it's not something that you are experienced with or have been trained to understand. Paint also looks much different on a large wall than it does on a teeny tiny swatch. I had a client recently that had already painted their 20 foot ceilings, their 20 foot walls, so really, really big spaces. They had to hire painters and they picked a white that was called calcium. Well, it had just the slightest bit of green in it. On the swatch, it looked white. On a 20-foot wall, they had mint green walls, and they were so disappointed but weren't willing to spend the money to fix it or change it, which meant that there really wasn't much we could do with the design to get them this white, bright, modern farmhouse look they wanted when their walls were green. Undertone is a beast, and A two inch by two inch swatch looks completely different when it's painted on a huge wall. Lighting also has a huge effect on paint colors. Different times of day, different kinds of bulb, what direction your home faces, what part of what country you live in, all of that plays into how paint colors are going to look in your home. You might have seen a color online that you loved, you painted your walls that color, and it looks like garbage in your house. That's not your fault. That is just what happens with light and how it interacts with color pigments. It is hard to pick paint colors. And even after 17 years in the design industry, it's still something I get a little anxious about (laughs) because it can go wrong. Things can look great when you put them on a big wall. It changes completely. Now, thankfully, I have enough training and experience that it doesn't really happen anymore. But I can tell you early on, I once painted a wall gray and instead ended up with a purple wall. I have since learned. So it is hard to pick paint colors. You're not alone. Please don't feel bad about it. And there are things you can do about it. And I'm hoping these few tips can help you have a bit more confidence when choosing paint colors. The first tip, this is my biggest tip and everybody hates it, but it's important is to choose paint colors last. 
everybody wants to pick their paint colors first. They want to get the walls done and then get all the furniture and decor in. But here's the thing. There are 3,500 paint colors from one brand alone. There's only going to be a limited number of sofa colors, of rug materials, of lampshades. You want to pick the key things in your room where there are fewer choices around it and then find a paint color that complements it. If you pick a paint color for your walls and then try to fill in everything else, you are fighting an uphill fight with not a very good end result. Choose paint colors last. Pull a color from something else that's already in the room. Maybe there's a great neutral in a rug that you have that you can also translate to the wall. Maybe it's a bold color you're using somewhere that you can make an accent wall with. Pull something, pull a color from somewhere else in that room, and that's going to give you a really successful end result. As an example, I finished a recent design master plan project for a client in Texas, and we did his bedroom. We did a ton of rich blues, navies, indigos, but he didn't want blue walls. He'd already had that and he was over it. So instead, he had a linen headboard and we pulled this really, really pretty light grayish, you know, kind of those that beige gray color that just kind of disappears. You don't really notice it. And it lets all the beautiful wood furniture and beautiful blue color shine. A good paint color should either get your attention for the right reason or totally disappear and you don't even notice it because all it's doing is framing everything else and setting a beautiful foundation to let the key pieces in your room shine. Another thing you can do to pick paint colors more successfully, search online for go-to colors. There are lots of designers, including myself, who have put tons of resources out there with blog posts, free downloads, with their most loved paint colors. You'll see that many designers, me included, really have curated the thousands of colors out there to kind of a handful that have time and time again been successful colors in multiple projects in multiple ways. It doesn't mean I only ever use those colors, but I've seen how they work. I see how they interact with other colors. I see how they appear on the wall. And I know that over and over again, they have been a good starting point. Do a quick Google search. You will find tons of resources with some go-to paint colors, which might help take your choices from 3,000 to maybe 10. And that's a lot more manageable. You don't want the Cheesecake Factory menu of paint choices with too many things and you're overwhelmed and you can't make a decision. And then when you make a decision, you're always feeling like you missed out. It's okay to limit it. Start with a smaller palette and take it from there. Another tip I have, and it's a weird one, again, people don't like... Choose a slightly dull version or a slightly grayed down version of a color you like. Say you find a paint swatch. You think it's absolutely beautiful. Go find what looks like a boring version of it. Like it's maybe it's teal. You know, I love teal. And you've picked a really intense true teal. That might look great on a swatch. It's going to look really juvenile and too saturated on a wall. Look for that same color, that beautiful teal, but something that has a little bit more richness, depth, It's a little bit grayed down. I tell you, it's really unexciting on a swatch. Like you'll probably think I just want to do the bright fun one. But when you put it on a huge wall, that slight bit of dullness, that grayness is what makes it livable and beautiful. The color is going to pop. It's going to look rich, but it won't look cutesy or juvenile or too saturated. Dull it down. I know it seems like counterintuitive advice from someone who loves color, but that really is how to get the most successful outcome on your wall. And of course, if you are still struggling, hire a designer. There is a reason we do what we do. We have been trained in this. We have experience. 
I know choosing colors sucks. It looks fun in the paint store. It looks easy. And it's not that expensive, but by the time you have painted all your walls, put all that time, effort, maybe hired painters, if that end result isn't what you were dreaming of, it's pretty damn disappointing. There are lots of designers like me who offer not only full service options, but also two-hour consultations. And I've got lots of clients that use those as a color consult. We'll go and we'll pick colors for multiple rooms of the home, get it decided. They can paint with confidence and move on because you do not want to be spending your life agonizing over the undertones in your white trim. I'll be back next week with more bust out of boring. And in the meantime, you can go to lesliemyrick.com slash freebies where surprise, I've got lots of free paint color resources for you. Have an awesome week and I'll be back next Monday. You are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing part of your busy day with me. If you're digging bust out of boring, please subscribe and leave a quick review on Apple podcasts. I so appreciate you taking the time to share Bust Out of Boring with other ambitious, professional, and high-achieving mamas like you. If you want more help busting out of your boring home, you can grab my free interior design budget guide, kitchen design checklist, and more at lesliemyrick.com. While you're there, you can also find out how to work one-on-one with me for your design project. See you next Monday.